0: That's better, H-E-L-P, dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Brittany. And we are. For Colored Nerds. The conversations that black people have.
3: When white people are not in the room.
1: But we record them.
3: And we put them on the internet.
1: Hey. Hey. How's it going?
3: You know what? It's going pretty good. We're recording this on Memorial Day weekend. So I'm honestly in a good mood just because I'm at work right now. But but, but we're like not. yeah, we're, we're not. gonna be done in like an hour and then I'm gonna leave and yeah. I'm gonna go hang out, honestly, the rest of the day and not do shit. Yesterday I went to Coney Island for the first time. It was the shit. Mm. I would say if you live in New York it is summertime or like springtime, fall time, go to Coney Island. It's so fun. It's like the funnest thing to do with a group. If you have kids, it's super fun. It's like, it was, I felt like Mariah Carey yesterday. I felt like Beyonce yesterday.
1: Uh, Yeah. So I'm, you know, I've been chilling as well. I did not uh-huh. go to Coney Island. but I just kicked it. I actually caught up on sleep. I had a pretty amazingly large sleep deficit. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think I'm, I think I'm caught up. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah.
3: That's cool. These are
1: exciting moments in my life. That's cool. But you know how washed I am. Yeah. But uh, I went to
3: my cousin's 12th birthday party on Saturday night. <laughs> For a six forty five dinner reservation, and that was the main. That was the centerpiece of my high weekend. Okay, it was the highlight and the centerpiece. And um, so, I mean, you know, it is what is changes. <laughs> being open to and accepting changes.
1: It's true. It's true. But I mean, I'm not complaining. I've had I've had a great weekend so far. I actually feel the most rested I have in a long time. That's good. Yeah,
3: that's good. Naps, I'm glad man. naps to do that. I'm for glad him. that's good. Less attitude. <laughs>
1: But uh, we've come here for a purpose.
3: Yeah, we are gathered here today,
1: and that purpose is that purpose is is is, is bittersweet.
3: It is bittersweet.
1: The sweet part is that we've got a new show coming. Yes, mid July. Yes, the Nod yes. on Gimlet Media. gonna yes. be fire.
3: It's gonna be amazing.
1: If you stay through to the end of this episode, you might get to hear a little bit of it.
3: You might get to hear a little bit of it if you behave.
1: Yeah. Uh, But today, what we're going to do is celebrate this this show that we've been doing for like basically three years now. Uh
3: Uh-huh.
1: We're going to celebrate it by playing you some clips of said show. Yes. Walk Down Memory Lane. Oh, that's a good song. Walk
3: Down Memory Lane. Yeah.
1: That's what we're going to do today. But yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a couple clips Mm -hmm. and talk about why we think this was important for you to hear Hopefully again.
3: Yes, for the fifth time, because <laughs> we imagine that you've listened to every episode four times already.
1: Yeah. So, um, so we're gonna play you some clips. We're gonna play you some clips, and I think I think you're gonna kick this off, right?
3: I am. I am. I am.
1: All right. What do we get? What do we got?
3: So, this clip comes from uh, an episode titled "Anything But Silence," mm. featuring
1: Ashley Ford. It's one of my favorite episodes.
3: Yeah. Ashley Ford is amazing. For those of you guys who don't know, Ashley Ford is... She's appeared on For Color Nerds twice. She was at her first live show and she was on this episode, Anything But Silence. It came out July 24th, 2015. Mm. And like, I know... I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it was like right after Eve was born. Yeah,
1: I was I was on my quote unquote paternity break. Paternity yes. break.
3: Yes, you were you were like out of you were you were out of the office for a couple months, mm-hmm. I think. For a month. For a month. It felt like an eternity. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. It was yeah. You you were yeah, you were you were in a really good mood actually. I was. You were in a really good mood. And this was like right when this episode came I think I recorded this episode right before I did the piloting for a sampler oh wow yes and also I think I had just met my boyfriend maybe two days before I recorded this episode
1: Wow I know a lot of a lot of key life plot points coming together I, all know. At
3: one time. <laughs> I know so it's like weird to go back and listen to some of this stuff because I'm like yo like I didn't even know like everything was about to change um so yeah Ashley Ford if you don't know is she's just an awesome writer editor all around just creative super black woman and she's written she right now she's at Refinery29
1: mm-hmm. she's a features editor
3: <laughs> yeah she's a features editor at Refinery29 but she has been at BuzzFeed she's written for The Toast RIP we miss you yeah. um she's she's just like you know she's an amazing essayist and, and she's a really cool human being and she's one of the first guests on the show And when she was here, basically every other word was like a gem. She was just dropping gems like bam, 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 bam. Facts. And to be honest... The clip I'm going to hear, the message that she had in there, I didn't really hear it the first time mm. that I was in the conversation, and I didn't really hear it like even when I, after I listened to the episode, because you know it just well, I was in a different place in my life, yeah. and but I, I when I was listening to stuff for you know to to select a clip for today, uh, this just felt really right on time, and I'm hoping it'll be the same for some of you guys listening. So in this conversation, at this point in the conversation. Ashley and I were talking about what keeps her going mm-hmm. when she's just like in the muck of, of what it sometimes means to be a creative black woman. And, you know, just finding to get your voice heard all the time could just, it can take a lot out of you. And so I, you know, I asked her like, you know, what do you, what do you do to sort of push past what can sometimes feel like a major, just emotional, mental creative block. And she said, you know, obviously her friends and colleagues, she named dropped some awesome, awesome women. And, she also talked about her partner, Kelly, who's a super nice guy. She talks about him all the time. But uh, then she talked about the the ways in which
2: she relies on herself. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play that for you right now.
3: So it's like you. a combination of like love and accountability.
2: Love and accountability, really. I mean, and then there's, you know, it's very important to have that thing inside of you, too, because you cannot always count on other people to sustain you. You have to have something inside you someplace that like nothing else can reach and no one else can reach. And it's just like this little thing that's just for you. And you pull like, it's like a lever. It's like you pull that thing out in case of emergency. <laughs> and what, and I think what that thing is, at least for me is a photo of myself at 11 years old, mm. you know, like that's what it is for me. Ashley at 11, who reads everything she can get her hands on, mm-hmm. who is really just looking for any story like hers, any story that resonates with her, instead of having to read, you know, like, I mean, not that I, I loved reading, but I was always just like taking like little things from everybody else's story and, you know, and, and trying to like form, you know, like a story that was my own or form a story that resonated with me as you know a young sensitive black little girl dealing with being you know like attracted to girls you know as well as boys and being you know dealing with having an incarcerated parent and Mm -hmm. another parent who clearly loved me but also wasn't great at showing it in the way that i needed Mm -hmm. um a grandmother who I loved, but who was also highly critical, you know, like there were just all these things at once. And I, I I just wanted something. I wanted to read a book and go, Oh my God, that's my life. And I never found anything. And so I keep telling myself you write because everybody I believe deserves to pick up a book and go, Oh my God. Like, even if it's not like exact, but to just be like, Oh, this is so simple. You know, like this is, Oh, my God. You know, everybody deserves a chance to have that. And the reason so many girls like me, so many young black girls didn't have that is because someone told, you know, someone older and black, you know, or whatever, that their story didn't matter. Mm. So I keep that, you know, and when things are especially rough, I whip that out. And, you know, for a little while, I pretend that this is not my choice. It's my duty.
1: Judy, wow, isn't she just something? That honestly, that that episode and this, you know, it's it's certain people out there who you feel like just get it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Every time they open their mouth, it's like in Alanya uh, Ayana. I always fuck up her name. Ayanla. Ayanla. Like fix my life episode, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the, the thing I appreciate about Ashley so much is that I I, I feel like we've sh- we've actually shared a lot yes. in this in this thing. Yeah. Um. In this podcast over this time, but like every time Ashley opens her mouth, she is sharing this like deeply personal. Anecdote or life experience, you know, that connects with whatever you are going through, yeah, right? Uh, either now or in the future in a way that is just so profound. And, you know, honestly, I'm always, frankly, in awe of ab- of how emotionally aware she is of her own feelings to mm-hmm. be able to, like, tap into those experiences and look at them in such a constructive and, frankly, beautiful way. Like I look at myself, I look at a picture of myself at 11. I'm thinking about like, honestly, right, so you thinking about like all the, all the bullshit that I was preoccupied with yes. at 11. Whatever Even, you
3: were wearing. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Not necessarily, you know, what, what I was lacking emotionally and what could have pro- provided me fulfillment in a way that should also guide me now.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, I, when she said it before, I think I just wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know. We have been making a podcast for like. Seven or eight months. Yeah. And I so I, I guess I like hadn't really been doing uh, creative work for that long. And even still now, I mean it's only been what? It's been like two years since then. But two years in podcasting is like yeah. twenty-five years in the real world. <laughs> but it um yeah, I really like that the the idea like it's really easy to get caught up in <sighs> any of the any of the things that can sort of like demotivate you (laughs) you know i mean just like you're tired you feel like you don't have time for yourself or anybody in your life you feel like what you're making is maybe not the best representation of you think it could be better you think you could be better you think you know things would be different if you know x or y or z person cared about the work that you were doing or if they you know if they big up to you or whatever like it's so easy to think about all of that stuff and give it too much power and forget really why you're doing stuff and you're and you're making something a lot, of, especially I think if you're a person of color, mm. a lot of the time you are making something because there was a hole. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was a hole where you wanted something that was yours or that like felt real to you to exist and there wasn't anything there. And so yeah. you're making something to kind of fill that hole and um, and you forget that all the time. I forget that all the time. And so I heard that and I was just like, oh, like, you know, it's a privilege to be tired from this. It's like Mm -hmm. a privilege to be irritated by it. It's like a privilege. (laughs) Is it a privilege to really be spending 10 hours of Pro Tools at a time? I don't know. (laughs) But but like, you know, I think about... um, like, it's, we you know, we've been, we've been working really hard, you guys, on the new show. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's, uh, it's like, we're operating, I think we're doing different stuff. We're operating at a different level. There are a lot of things that are trickier that we want to make sure that we get right. And it can be really frustrating. But then I, not only, like, listening to this clip made me think about, like, where I was two years ago, where the show was, where you were two years ago. But also, like. Now we have this whole new opportunity to do something really really cool that's we're, we're going to make a thing that doesn't really exist. And um and I'm really 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 thrilled about that. Um and I'm going to try to hold on to that feeling as I, cuz I know that we are in for about about at least a smooth 4 or 5 weeks of just mm. A lot of late nights, yeah. a lot of frustration. It's ultimately really worth it. And not just because we're going to end up with something that we like at the end of it, but that also we're going to be making something for other people like us, you know, who want want to hear themselves reflected. So.
1: Yes. Yes, and. Yes, and this. <laughs> uh, the other thing that makes me really excited about hearing this clip, and also you articulating that, like, at the time, you weren't really ready to receive this information, is... um. Yeah, that, that I think shows a lot of progress from then to now uh-huh. uh, is when we, w- w- like, and we've we've said this a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, when we first tried to start this podcast, Brittany was somebody who was very opposed to the idea of sharing. Yes. You know, like, just literally, like, yes. w- it caused her, like, legit stress I- and fear. I'm so much stress. She- I should have counted the times that you maybe just like lashed out at me because you maybe were just afraid of actually just talking.
3: Oh yeah, because I didn't. I didn't want to. Why would I? I don't. I mean, even still, I share a limited amount of information.
1: Fair, but you like the amount that you share and the way in which you share and you use your own personal experiences to to um, provide perspective about other things is different, and it's it's like. It happens a lot more often. It happens a lot more frequently. And I think it's one of the things that I've appreciated about uh, doing this with you. Thank you. As I've even learned things about you. I haven't necessarily wanted to learn things about <laughs>
3: okay, you. Okay, but okay. But it has
1: been nice to receive that information.
3: Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Eric. I will, I'm will. i going to take the good pieces <laughs> of what you just said. I'll carry them with me into the future and everything else I will save to throw back in your face at the appropriate moment.
1: I look forward to that.
3: But uh, but yeah, yeah, that was uh that was my first clip. I just want you know, shout out Ashley. Shout showing, out Ashley. Showing us love when we really Whew. didn't have it was early. a lot. It was early. <laughs> she believed in she believed in the dream. So shout out Ashley. Thank you for being on the show.
1: So my clip is not as serious as your clip. Okay. Uh as a matter of fact, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. And that's actually why I've chosen it.
3: Okay,
1: it's good to have a mix. Um, so a, a year ago, this says a year ago, we recorded this episode called I'm Thankful. Okay. And we've done it twice.
3: Yes, around Thanksgiving? Yes,
1: always around Thanksgiving time, or roughly. Or something? Yeah. Something like that. So the first time it happened, it was in response to just honestly a lot of, um, it was in response to the dumpster fire of what has become like the news. Oh, know? yeah. At the time, like it was the, w- around the first time we had heard of Rachel Dolezal. Shockingly and sadly, it, that was not the the last <laughs> time we had heard about Rachel Dolezal. Uh, in addition, there was the um, the, the shooting at Mother Emanuel Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we decided to do this episode just to pick out a few things that we were really thankful for uh to to not have to engage those narratives, not because we you know didn't acknowledge that those things had happened, but because like literally the news was unrelenting in a way that it didn't al- it didn't feel easy to access any sort of like joy
3: yes, I would agree
1: so this clip is from you, Brittany. And it's you talking about your late discovery oh my God. of a snack food that um, uh, I
2: remember this.
3: that most people
1: think is really important. So I'm just going to play it.
3: Oh, my God.
1: Anyway, so back to you.
3: Oh, my God. You're going to hate me for my second one. Oh, Lord. Okay, so y'all, I rarely am wrong.
1: <laughs> and, you sound like me just now. I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm rarely wrong. But, like, when I am wrong, I really do like to own up to it as soon as possible because it's dickish and rude to just try to sit in the juices, just to, like, (laughs) sit in the au jus of just your wrongness. So I want to go ahead and come clean right now. I've been living 27 years on this planet, and I didn't want to listen to y'all when y'all told me that (laughs) Cheez-Its... What? Yes, (laughs) Cheez-Its were delicious. (laughs) the fuck? I'll tell you something right now. If you're over the age of seven... Or 12. I'll bump it up. If you're over the age of 12 and you haven't tried Cheez-Its yet, don't start now because this shit is addictive. (laughs) I honestly, really, and motherfucking truly... I don't know. I don't know why. I think I just used to feel weird about cheese when I was a kid because I just didn't understand where it came from, which is probably ancestral because you know that 75% of black people.
1: Lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant. So
3: as a child, I probably was like, mm, we didn't have cheese in Africa like this. We didn't have this cow's milk cheese. Yeah. We didn't have this orange cheese. British cheddar cheese in Africa, so my let alone American cheese, right? Let alone American cheese, which just melts on contact of hot breath. So like, I don't understand that at all whatsoever. So I was very wary of cheeses, and also I didn't like. I was a really picky eater when I was a kid, but I didn't like that peanut butter crackers. You know, sometimes peanut butter crackers would come with the cheese crackers and the peanut oh, butter.
1: That shit was good.
3: Well, Ooh. I mean, like, yeah, I just wasn't. I think that that freaked me out because I just thought about like, well, would I put cheese and peanut butter together in my real life? No, so why am I eating these orange cheddar ass crackers with this sweet ass peanut? Butter? That's nasty. True. I also didn't eat jelly. I, I still don't eat jelly. I didn't eat jelly as a child. I think it's nasty. I think jelly is I, jam. I can kind of fuck with what in the certain fuck contexts. What is the difference? No, jelly is different. Jelly has corn syrup and shit in that jam. Jam, I can kind of be okay about preserves. I will preserve myself. I not myself, my body. I am preserving my body. <laughs>
1: What did he say? uh, I got (laughs) to moisturize my my situation and preserve my sexy. (laughs) Exactly.
3: (laughs) I haven't followed Diddy on any social medium in probably six or seven years. But those were good days. Yeah. With just the plus signs, positive energy.
0: Take that, take that, take that, take that.
3: Yeah. No. Fuck, man. So I was coming back from Denver on the same flight. Where I was reading Bitch Planet. And I had gotten, you know how like the Sabra hummus has like the little pretzel mm, crackers that come with it? Yeah. So they you know, they give you too much hummus for yeah. the crackers. And you're sitting there feeling like an asshole with this cup full of hummus. I ain't shame.
1: Gonna I dig my fingers. in it, oh. <laughs> 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 I ain't shame but I, I
3: paid for this so, shit. I'm about to eat it. I don't want to do that. I like to have a little bit of crisp with that. So like I was stressed out at the airport. I was like... Probably going to miss my flight, I think. I was like, you know what? Today's the day I'm feeling free. I'm going to try these Cheez-Its. Oh, my God. I put them Cheez-Its in the hummus. I was on the plane. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, my body is just remembering what the fuck it felt like for the first time.
1: First of all, this is the corniest conversation we had in a long long time. time.
3: (laughs) I'll tell you, I put them Cheez-Its in this hummus, and I was sitting there reading Bitch Planet. I put this shit in my mouth. I was like... Bitch, what? Like, <laughs> what? That's how I felt. I could not fucking believe how good it was. So now I'm always like standing there.
1: <laughs> does that take you back down memory lane? It line? does.
3: It does take me back down memory
1: lane. So, real quick, I just want to know. This is not long. This is not a long, deep preamble about or deep, you know, story about why this is significant. Um, but it's just like that that is probably the most random thing we've talked about <laughs> maybe on the show but if if in in the moment like i remember like we both we both were straight up cackling as you told <laughs> as you told this story uh and like it was a real stressful time and i just want to i want to say thank you for that because like like I think, even even if no one else sadly <laughs> had as much enjoyment of listening to that at the time, you know, like rec- like doing this allowed me to like de stress and and disengage from like what was a lot of real intensity in the world, and I think that I think that is important in general to always to make sure that like everything everything doesn't have to be serious
3: no 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 <laughs> as in fact it, sh- it no. should
1: not be some things should be fairly ridiculous you know and that is okay and it's okay to let let yourself just like ramble about cheese. this is a longer this is a longer clip in the episode i know it's okay to ramble about cheese it's for five to six minutes uh, with no real point. They taste the good.
3: The point is that they taste good. <laughs> I still stand for cheeses. I had to step away from cheeses though. Really? I can't eat them as much. I used to sometimes if I was like coming to work, and I hadn't had breakfast. I would buy cheeses oh, like the wow. little little mini pack from um, the bodega.
1: So you just, you were like trying trying Cheese. to save yourself from a habit. From a...
3: exactly, it's like cigarettes. Like mm. just don't start now. I still love them. Um, Oh, God, I just thought about how good they are. And I've even tried to get, like, other versions of Cheez-Its. Like, they have, like, the... The last July, or whatever sort of healthy flavor that is, those are not as good as Cheez Its. Mm -hmm. They also have like the Annie's Cheddar Bunnies, not as good as Cheez Its. Cheez Its are perfectly like, they're perfectly salted. I can't describe what they do. They're perfectly salted. They're perfectly crisp. They are just, I mean, uh, there's no, there's honestly to me, they're one of the finest snack foods possible. I actually took a BuzzFeed quiz. Recently, mm-hmm. and they were like, it was they just showed you six different sets of junk foods, and you had to pick which of your favorite, like which was your favorite. There, just to be like, I think the title of the quiz was like, How trash are you? or something. I'll put it <laughs> in the show notes, it's an amazing quiz. Um, but they want like basically, I didn't realize until the, the the quiz was over, but they were testing your snack food like choices Like, mm-hmm. do you make good choices or do you make terrible choices? Like, do you have bad taste in junk food? And I was only 001 percent trash because oh. my junk food choices were amazing. And of those choices, I th- want to say the last or penultimate choice that I made in the quiz was to pick Cheetos over other things. I have a friend who eats Cheetos. Oh yeah, I've never eaten a Cheeto in my life. Um, yes, I picked Cheez-Its over lots of other things. And my one of my best friends. I hate to out her on the show, Mm -hmm. but she actually picked, I think, vanilla wafers when Cheez-Its were an option, and Mm. I was embarrassed, personally. That's
1: tough, though, because, like, even just, like, vanilla wafers, maybe vanilla wafers on their own. Okay.
3: But in banana pudding. In banana
1: pudding, though. They're amazing. Ooh. That would... Fuck up your whole if shit. If you
3: haven't really had real banana pudding, then like you need to get it together. This is a good season. Yeah. So like spring summertime is a good season for banana pudding. It doesn't need to be baked very long yeah. because you you know, you make the pudding or the, the the custard in advance. It's it's good.
1: And in a pinch, like the uh magnolia banana pudding is actually also it's really, pretty good. Really good.
3: Yeah, the flavors are really nicely balanced. The texture's a little different than what yeah. I'm used to, but the flavors are really nicely balanced and it'll definitely remind you of home. Yeah. But yes, shout out cheez it's holding me down. Uh also is if since we're sharing, <laughs> when okay? So I uh, I I met my boyfriend a couple years ago, and um, you know we went on a, a couple dates. And it was like, it was cool. But I was also about to go on vacation with my family. I was really tired. I was like doing like, I like I met him and then I had to like immediately come back to Gimlet to do the piloting of the show and then mm. leave to me a family vacation and then go back to work. And so I was like, I met him. I thought he was really cool. I thought he was awesome. But I was also like, you know, you know, right when you, you know how men are, you know how New York is. If you meet somebody and you go on vacation, it's like, you might as oh. well have died. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're gone. Yeah,
3: you're gone. <laughs> So we went on a couple of dates and he was really cool. But I was trying; I was still trying to be just be chill, to play it cool, because like you know, I was like trying. I was like, okay, this guy's he's cool. He's gonna be we're gonna be, this. He could be a cool person for me to spend time with. Yeah. Let me not just like try and do the most right now, and be like super on his jock right before I'm about to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. If he's cool, then when I come back, they will be around.
1: If you if you love them, let them go.
3: Exactly. <laughs> that was what I was thinking uh, <laughs> after date two. If, if you love them, let them go. Um, oh no, date one. We had one date. That's right. So then he started listening to for colored nerds and he heard this episode, which is like, it's just scary. It was, it's equal parts like good and scary because it's good. Cause it's like, if you fuck with me after you listen you... to this shit, then you fuck with me. And if you don't fuck with me, then you don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Weed yeah. him out. You actually, that was one of some of your dating advice you gave to me before. I was like, I think, I was like, I think if I record my thoughts, I will not find a husband. And you were like, nah. actually, <laughs> real talk, it, it could really work. And, I'm shocked that you were right. I think it was just chance that you were right. Okay. I think logically, sure. it really doesn't make any sense based upon the way that I share on, on this platform. But he listened to that show, the episode, and heard the Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. And I know her, so I, I didn't talk to him like a day. And he texted me and he was like, oh my God, this story about the Cheez-Its. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is bad. I was like sitting, like, I was sitting in Gimlet In the old office, no air conditioning. I was stressed because I'm trying to do this pilot. need to go on vacation with my family the next day. I'm like sitting there like, oh my
1: fucking Staring at them three dots. Right,
3: exactly. (laughs) And so then I'm sitting there like, oh my God. He fucking, he listened to this show. I'm like, this is bad. He's never going to speak to me again. He loved the whole part about the Cheez-Its because he likes Cheez-Its too. Not as much as I do, turns out. (laughs) Um, a few do. Yeah. But that was, was, he was like, I wanna go on another date with you before you go on vacation. Wow. So we went out that night, had our second date. And like the second date that was when I was really like, okay. So honestly the cheese story got me from first date to second date with the uh with the love of my life. Look at God. <laughs> he works in mysterious <laughs> ways because that shit don't make a lick of sense to me.
1: He will order your steps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's beautiful. That's that a beautiful. good story. I okay. know you didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that before I chose this thing. Uh I just thought it was fairly ridiculous, but I thought it was a good story. It is a good story. It sir. cracks me up seriously every time, every time we hear it. I've I've listened to this actually surprisingly like a couple times. Yeah. Um Well Yeah, Cheez Its. Shouts out.
3: Shouts out, except I wanna let the people at Cheez Its know.
1: One, yeah. this is not an ad.
3: This is not an ad. This is not Some brand content. Right now. This is just feedback, customer feedback. In airports, you don't sell the mini bags. Ooh. You guys sell only the big boxes. Yeah. That is not healthy for me.
1: It's it's also not practical in terms of from a a storage point of view. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, usually at that point, everybody, you know, you hit like, what right. is it, Hudson's or whatever. Yes. You don't have space. You've already packed your backpack to the brim right. to to accommodate the trip. Right. You don't have room for no. a big ass box.
3: No. You need to sell the bags. I know they have two sizes of bags they have the mini, mini bags, mm-hmm. and they even have the slightly larger bags. Mm-hmm. It's rare they even have the slightly larger bags. They usually just have the big ass box. I would love it if you had the mini bags. I hate to say it your competitor which is not as good Mm. late July last July whatever they're called the natural crackers they do make the small packages and they sell them at all the SIBO markets in JFK airport Mm -hmm. so I just want to let you guys know that you could be crushing it in airports if you would just make the mini bags available in the airport so that's all
1: trying to give you money Mm -hmm. you know just Mm -hmm. make make it easier for us to give you money
3: exactly so the black dollar if you want it (laughs) here it is
1: (laughs) And on that note... (laughs) On that note... I actually think we should probably throw to a
0: break. Yes. Three great words Free Fries Friday Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with one dollar minimum purchase. Bada one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through twelve thirty one twenty four excludes tax must update rewards.
1: Welcome back. Welcome
3: back. Second half of the show. Yeah.
1: Pop, 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 pop. So we're playing some clips of important moments from the show.
3: Yes, yeah, important moments <laughs> in Black history, yes. really, when you break it down. Important moments in Black history. Uh,
1: And the next one, is, I think we're back to you.
3: Yes, we are back to me. Um, this, this clip actually needs a little introduction. If you've been rocking with us for a while, then you're going to know this story. And if no. you haven't, then... I think that this might bring a little sunshine to your day. So um I'm just going to I'm just going to set this up real simple. So one day I came into the studio like biggie Smalls with a story <laughs> to tell. And I can just I can just I can just hop right into this clip. Um I just want to say before we get started that this was a true defining moment in our friendship for me.
1: Oh man. So <laughs> Let's get this started. The suspense is like oh, killing yeah. me right now.
3: we're glad you guys are here. Yes. Yes. Actually, you know what? I just remembered something. I wanted to share this with you mm. on the air because I want to embarrass you and upset you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm always looking forward and to it. I just that.
3: remembered, I kind of don't trust you because <laughs> last week when we finished recording. Oh, my God. And after we went to Popeye's... <laughs> And Popeye's, Popeye's is a strange place because no matter what you actually want, they can't give it to you because some other combination of like 20 other things plus what you originally asked for is somehow cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I want like two pieces, like these two pieces of chicken and like fries and a biscuit, but like no drink. And he's like, no, it's cheaper if you get a drink and the extra piece of chicken. And I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Anyway, I got an extra wing last week. And I gave it to you because I'm a kind person, and I know uh, that you were hungry. Just where the fuck you're and going with this. <laughs> I like, you know, I'm standing in line, I just paid or whatever. I just got my food. I before we even sat down, this is actually this whole story makes incriminates us both. I reached inside the box of chicken because <laughs> we we're still waiting for your food to start eating my food while we were standing still in line because I'm depraved. And so you're like, oh, you know, uh, give me, give me that wing right now. Uh, to hold me over. Because I was going to eat right then, but you were taking food home for you and your lady, right? Yeah. Cold Popeyes. S-O-H.
1: Hey, put that in a microwave. That's a good meal.
3: I'm not going to shade you for that, actually. Because what I am going to shade you for is the fact that I gave you a fucking wing. I gave you an extra Popeyes wing. It was, and it I was gave you the hot. larger one. It was I had, real hot. It was hot. It was fresh. It was fresh out the fryer. And it was spicy, me,
1: though. That's hot. That? I looked at you sideways because you didn't Because I like spice. to
3: eat. I like regular flavored chicken. Mm. I like
1: black and ranch. Mm. Anyway, we're going back to talking about you.
3: <laughs> you tore up the wing, the larger one again, yeah. that I gave you, the kindness of my heart. Why why turn around fam, as I'm going to just address y'all for this story, fam, <laughs> I turn around. I see Eric walking back from the garbage can with just like the drumstick and the other part with the two bones in it and no wingtip. Now I hadn't been turned around that long for him to have eaten the entire like, <laughs> eaten the wing tip and then thrown it away. Eric took hot, fresh, delicious, juicy Popeye's chicken. T- took the wingtip off and just wasted the food just threw it away that's true I, and i you did waste food and i realized then I, you were like i was like oh what the fuck is wrong with you Why'd you throw away that wingtip and you were like oh real ca- real casual too oh i don't eat that part
1: i don't eat wing tips. and i'm looking at you like I don't. what the fuck
3: first of all i eat them and like most a lot of people who really eat no, chicken i didn't th- people no, who no, really no, eat no, chicken no, like no. you try to call yourself Truly. Whoa,
1: you coming from my chicken credentials? Yeah,
3: people who really chicken, <laughs> like you call yourself, they... It's crazy, because how many times have we eaten Popeyes together? You know what I mean? This i never is even how noticed this This is
1: It's not a... Because it's not a thing. Anyway, anyway story. What First. I'm
3: saying is, is that when I found out that you, as an adult... Because like, I didn't really start eating wingtips until I was like 22, 23. But you, as a grown man of 28, about to be 29 oh, in what, three months? Yeah. Wow. Right. I didn't... call yourself grown and you don't eat fucking wingtips. Not only that, you didn't even offer it to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown black woman in your presence. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of love and care between us. We have a friendship that's like almost a decade old now at this point. And you didn't even offer me. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is that I just remember that you
1: don't eat wingtips and then I don't fucking trust you. (laughs) (laughs) What? I hate you. You petty as shit. Uh... (laughs) I, tr- I truly forgot all about that.
3: <laughs> I never forgot.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, you don't, you you don't understand. Do this, let's do it. My ex-boyfriend <laughs> texts me. My ex-boyfriend texts me two weeks after this came out. I hadn't seen him probably in a year or two at that point. Huh. He was like, it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Who the fuck doesn't eat wingtips? I'm like, this is something we actually can agree on. That is a great question.
1: I stand by, to this day, Mm. I stand by my position. I do not eat wingtips. They are a vestigial-like piece of the chicken Mm -mm. experience. Mm -mm. You don't need it. Mm -mm. There is not for the amount of effort that you have to invest to get the chicken out is not worth it you got the hard pieces of gristle in there that like even fuck up your appreciation as if you were just eating like the skin Mm -hmm. you know like it's all it's just too it's too complicated it's too complicated Mm -hmm. and i don't i you know i'm i personally just don't feel like that's something that i should have to go through for that experience (sighs) And you're pettiest shit for bringing that back. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> Look, years later, people
3: are gonna want to hear it. I just was my, like, my mentions is gonna want to hear it.
1: are real, enno- like I'm not gonna lie, folks really tried to come for me. It was good uh, because Can't. of the fact that I didn't need wingtips. Mm. And you know, I, I and I'm I'm willing for the, whatever this second wave will, will be, what will be. Oh wait till you the know? wait
3: till the mogul listenership to uh, shit gets <laughs> this. This is gonna be great. Right on time. Right on time for the full for the full release. I'm ready.
1: But I still stand by that. Uh, but I, what I, what the thing that makes me happy about this clip, one it had me crying real tears, uh, <laughs> literally like, oh my god, um, because that was a funny day. We really like we really got into you. I I I'll never forget the look of shock in your face when I actually because I also like threw it. I like threw real it, nonchalant. Yeah, it like, like 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 I was shooting a basketball into the trash can, and you could hear it like go do do. doo. And then you just looked and you were like, oh, like you like gas. Like, what? What are you? And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong? Like, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm eating my chicken. And now you were like, I can't believe you just did that. It's just like, I, first of all,
3: part of the joy of growing older as a black person is eating deeper and deeper into the chicken the chicken carcass (laughs) like by the time you're yes by the time you're 30 you need to be eating cartilage I didn't eat cartilage 10 years ago but I do now because I'm getting I'm uh, by the time I'm I'm growing on a path I'm on a path Uh and by the time I'm 60 I'm probably gonna eat the entire end of the bone honestly and the other thing is too is I'll tell you this about wingtips a lot of bird bones are hollow yeah, it's and wing, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. like even if you do get a little bit of the bone in there, it's like you can chew it, it's fine. Especially the tip tip part, like the tip tip part is usually so fried. <laughs> I just bite the tip <laughs> off. Like the, at the very and the wings, I just bite it off and I chew it and it's so delicious. It's just so it's so crispy and satisfying. I think if you like like I I'm going to be honest with you, like I'm going to share I'm going to share my journey. Uh-huh. And I haven't always eaten wing tips. Okay. But one day I don't know what got into me. It's just like something got into me. I was like, I'm going to do something different. Mm -hmm. And I just like, it's like, it was almost ancestral. The tip of the wing (laughs) cried out to me and I bit it. And it was like, it was so satisfying. I have not fucking looked back. The other thing is too, That's how I know that you've been living outside of your mama's house for a long time. I have. Because the thing that you're not allowed to do, two things you're not allowed to do in a black household. One is waste food. The other one is whatever little bullshit part of the food that you don't eat as a child, you have to give to the adult at your table. So even when I was a kid and I didn't eat wingtips, my mom was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, it's good meat on there. (laughs) Pass that over. (laughs) I know my cousin Elaine. Sorry to call her out. I know my cousin Elaine. <laughs> Whenever I wouldn't eat the gristle, because mm-hmm. she'd be like, Mm-mm. I know all the gristle goes to Elaine because she likes to chew on it. And then now, I like to chew on it too. I mean, look, I will say this also too. Have you ever roasted a
1: chicken? Yeah, of course.
3: So like, I would say when you really roast a chicken very often, you know I used to roast chicken at least <laughs> once a week. Yeah. It was like my main, that was like the only thing that I, I feel I like
1: I learned how to initially do it from something you taught, me, like a recipe you said. Yes,
3: that, is like, that was like my jam. I had, to, I had to take a break from roast chicken because I was eating it too much. I was turning into a Boston market. And so when you really learn intimately like the chicken like that, mm-hmm. you start to appreciate, I, this sounds so weird, but you start to appreciate different things about the cut of meat. And then certain pieces of the meat just become more and more appealing to you. You know, we're supposed to be on a journey, and I don't know where you're headed. Not <laughs> eating wingtips, so I stand by my comments. Then I stand by my comments now. I do and as well. I hope it's open season on you as far as wingtips are concerned. So.
1: I, I still, I, I stand in the belief that I am living my best life right now without wingtips. So that's fine. But I am happy that we got to talk about our love for pie pies one more time. Mm. Like, I mean, just to, mm. just to take a moment on that, Whew. Popeyes in many ways has been like part of the glue that's probably held us together.
3: Our friendship and also the show. Like there was a Popeyes um, really close to, we recorded like a lot in your old office yeah. and there was a Popeyes down the street on Court Street mm-hmm. and we went there a lot. But before we had our first meeting... Yes. <laughs> At Gimlet, like when they first were like, we'd love to meet you guys. Come in. We did two ridiculous things. The first thing that we did is we met up way super fucking early. Yeah. And for no reason. Ex- for no reason. It's probably the last time. I was the first and last time that Alex and Matt saw me with a full face and makeup on. And then we ate at Popeye's. We ate lunch. And then... We got to get up super early. We listened to Kendrick Lamar all right because The Paper <laughs> Butterfly" had just come out it had that Monday. Just come out. It had just come out that Monday, and we were like, "Okay, <laughs> now we're ready to talk to these
1: people." Oh my god! And yes. look at us now. We showed up basically the equivalent of drunk because the euphoria that you get after like a after a box of Popeyes, yeah. is real. I don't remember what I said.
3: Who knows? Who knows? Who knows?
1: Luckily, it worked out.
3: And luckily, luckily <laughs> it worked out. But yeah, this occasion Cajun sparkle, that good old Cajun sparkle.
1: Shout uh, out to Popeyes. Shout man. out to Popeyes.
3: If you guys are interested in uh, in advertising with the Knot, How is your boy, how, let us know. You can email us at for color nerds at gmail.com. We're still receiving inquiries, so yes, go ahead.
1: Lord knows. Okay, uh, you're up. You're this is it. This wow, is it. this is the end. So. The last clip. Oh man. Oh man. Uh the last clip that we'll play uh-huh. or that I'm gonna play is from an episode that we did called The Wonder Years. Oh man. This was a while back. Yeah. At least two years back. Yeah. Um and honestly this is this is probably one of my favorite episodes of the show. Um because like the thing that the thing that I found really valuable about the show is um I was actually telling Beth this uh before you got here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that like almost all of my like major major life milestones mm-hmm. are captured in some way or f- shape or form within the show? Yeah, um, and it's pretty nice to have like some sort of mm-hmm. record to go back and kind of understand like just at least a partial sh- like a like a little bit of where I was at. Yeah, which is cool. Um, and this particular episode was us actually reflecting on the first episode that we recorded.
3: Oh wow! Oh. Oh, I remember that episode. That was like when you were like, "I ain't never having no kids."
1: <laughs> well, I was like, "I don't know." I'm gonna that.
3: take care of myself. I'm gonna do me, do me. I, I don't think that. I said.
1: I don't think I used those exact words. I was
3: paraphrasing.
1: So. Yes, uh, but but yeah, it was it was kind of the first. Uh, it, it was it was after a significant change. But um, as this clip will kind of outline, you also experienced some significant change. It might not make that much sense, but I will explain after you will get you will get this. Hang okay. On. Okay. It's crazy honestly it's crazy to hear to hear you say that like I've been the catalyst for all this cuz you know, one, don't I'll take that. Don't give yourself that. credit. Shit, that.
3: damn, I, I saw your that. face forming that. Oh, I'll take the credit.
1: I'll I will take, take that credit, you know, and I appreciate that. And it's just interesting. <laughs> Let me tell you the like, this is the text that I usually get from Brittany on any given day.
3: Um, I don't even know what you're going to say.
1: So usually I'm, like, texting Brittany. I'm like, what's going on right now? Like, did you? were you able to do this for the podcast? Have we done this? What we got to do? When are we doing this? Yeah. You'll text me and be like. Eric, I'm editing right now. I can't <laughs> yeah, listen no. to your voice <laughs> and text you. I just can't do this. Bye. And <laughs> you just stop responding. So and, you know, it goes back and forth like that. Like, generally, outside of this room, we don't like each other. No. We don't mm-hmm. like each other at all. Mm-mm. So, like...
3: My main topic of conversation when I talk about you is how much I don't <laughs>
1: like you. Trust it's the same exact way. But... That said, it feels amazing in this moment right now (laughs) to hear that I am the catalyst for all this positive change within your life. So just know that I'm going to always cherish this episode and I'm going to always cherish this moment. And you will never, ever forget it.
3: God knows the truth. So I don't even need to be worried about that. You need to give the credit where credit is due, which is to Queen Peanut, young Queen Peanut, (laughs) who's coming to us. Album drops July.
1: I mean, it's dropping. <laughs> it's dropping. <laughs> it's stores. Yes. All right. So <laughs> while you can dabble in petty, I can dabble in petty as well. Oh my god! Uh, I just wanted to just wanted to throw that out there. So the context for this clip, this episode was part of documenting like a realization I had that I was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like a ridiculous I thing. I not even
3: I can't I couldn't even make myself laugh because I was like, you really should have known because I knew you were an adult.
1: But I have been trying to avoid like the moniker of adulthood really freaked me out. It I associated with all the like basically a relinquishing of joy mm-hmm. and designing yeah. yourself. Oh,
3: you say give up your dreams, your goals, your <laughs> hopes, your freedom, happiness. And you were like, I don't want no part of that.
1: Yeah. Um, and basically, over the, over the years since that conversation, mm-hmm. uh, where where I said I never, I didn't want to be an adult.
3: First episode came out the <laughs> gate. That was your identity.
1: A lot of things changed and made me not only realize that I was an adult, but that I liked being an adult, and that that was great. And I still had access to all those things. And to be honest, my life was better. Like it is better. significantly. Um, and the. That was great. That was a significant revelation. It's something I like I would come back to this and listen to just to document. But the other thing that's really great about this episode is in that moment you you share that me like doing these things kind of early like mm-hmm. very, and, and having such a significant like change from like wanting to experience these like pivotal milestones, specifically like you know getting married, having a kid, mm-hmm. like you know focusing on building a family and community and all that. You mentioned that that kind of inspired you that you might want some of these same things.
3: I've always wanted the same things, but yes, I didn't realize that they were coming. I thought that I had way more time. I was like, I have at least like 15 years until I have to even think about this.
1: But yes, and you said that basically like this, this kind of like released a tiny bit of of stress from the way in which I've accessed those things yeah, and like, you know, things turned out. Pretty great.
3: I would still say that that's true. I find it very telling that you use the clip of tape wherein you were doubling down on the fact <laughs> that I gave you credit for something. <laughs> but knowing your character and who you are as a person, I'm not surprised.
1: Well, I think that's I mean, one, it's, it's I, I, I try to do what I say. Um, and oh in the clip, God. I said that you know that this is something <laughs> I would come back to, uh, and I'm a man. I if nothing else,
3: you're a man of your word. It's
1: very true. Um, so I went to I went to kind of close the loop there before we did not have a, a, a chance to. Um, but two, you try more often than not try your damnedest to not give me credit, mm-hmm. uh, and even when you do give me credit, you try to like couch it in like uh, this was the one time you were right. This was actually some good information that you gave me. These are the, these are the types of ways in which you try to like um you try to downplay my contribution to your life. But I appreciate this episode <laughs> because you did not try to downplay uh, you know the positive influence that I've had, and I don't say that as if you haven't had a positive influence on me. You okay, have. okay, you have. I think so. But you often try to disregard that this has been a reciprocal. That relationship. is not true.
3: I do give you credit. I do give you credit sometimes. Sometimes. But some. T- the other thing is though is that I know about you. You got you guys. You, you always have your fishing line out. <laughs> you're like, where is the credit? How can I get more credit? Where is you? have a credit institution. You're a credit
1: union. I I, I am a credit
3: union. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, unto himself. But yes. No, I um, I mean, you know, you uh, you put yourself out there and you had a lot of firsts. I did. You had a lot of firsts back to back. And you know what's interesting is at the time, and that's crazy how like this whole period of your life moves so fast. Yeah. I remember Iman and I were just talking the other day, our friend Iman and I were just talking the other day about how... The day that you said that you and Carla were like, oh, you know, we're pregnant. We're going to have a baby. And like, what a shock to both of us that that was because it was just like kids. Like, we didn't know anybody who had any damn kids. We're just like kids. Like, it's time for that yet. You know, already like that's that's like so it was like so wild to me. And now it's like now that you're, you know, 31, it's like not weird. But we still—I mean, to be perfectly honest, we still—you're still the only one of our friends that has any kids, yeah. Really, um, and but like it's—it's it's like what like blew my mind because I think when you told me this, I was—it j- was right before my twenty-seventh birthday when you guys, um, when you told everybody, and it was like it blew my mind at twenty-six, and now it's like I'm still not there yet. Like I'm still not like ready to be a parent, but it's like I can deal with the fact that in two to three years. I'll feel differently about that yeah. when before it was like unconscionable. So like you, and it's like been really interesting to see you and Carla sort of try to find other people, uh, with a similar lifestyle and try to chart a way forward and figure it out. It's just, it's, it's really astonishing. Cause it's like, it all happened. Like you said, it's all on tape and it all happened really fast. Yeah. Um, fast. yeah, it happened really fast, but it's, but now it's like, you're honestly, I mean, I'm not trying to shade your age, but you're honestly just like old enough now that it's just not that weird. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, oh, okay. You have a kid. It's it's normal. Yeah, it's it, yeah. just like it is what it is. It's not like it was necessarily so weird then. It was just like such a break from what everybody else in our friend group was doing. Yeah. Um Yeah. But now it's like, what, you're married, we have what, some other some other people are engaged. Mm-hmm. Some other people probably gonna be engaged in the yeah. next year, year and a half. And you know, we got got some weddings coming up. Mm-hmm. We got some other friends who are already married. It's just really interesting to just see how like, you know, if it feels like it you know, you wake up one day and you're like, Okay, nobody's married. And then you look up and you're like, Shit, a lot yeah. of y'all asses got married. That Gross. happened like and it feels like it happened like overnight.
1: Folks was moving.
3: I listened to that episode recently because that was really Like a part two to like, you know, the part one being the very first episode that we recorded, Death of Adulthood, about your fears around becoming an adult, my desire to become an adult and feeling like I have failed miserably, repeatedly. Um, And it's just cool to um, it's it really makes me having this show makes me really happy that we have this whole record, of a very specific period in our lives. Um, where a lot of things changed really rapidly, but yeah. we can go back and sort of access h- how we were thinking or what we were feeling at that time. And, you know, and everybody has that. So that's it's really, really cool. It's like, you know, even just like hearing the you know, that episode, the Ashley Ford episode. I was just like, gosh, like it was only two years ago, but everything was so different. Yeah. But we're still the same people, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: But yeah, this was I mean, you know, it's a beautiful note to end on.
1: It is, but there's actually there's, there's one more thing we got him. There's one more. You're thing. You're playing another play. what is one. One one last clip. Surprise so okay. clip.
3: So this is I didn't know this because I thought we were only supposed to have two.
1: We are, We were only supposed. Oh, to Oh, of
3: course you would. Of course you would try to pull out extra one. Uh, I'm I'm really eager to hear this now.
1: Short clip. Short clip. Uh, so there's there's someone you haven't heard about in a long in a pretty long time.
3: <laughs> I already know.
1: Uh, and you know that person. I've th- that person goes by many names. Um, True. In this this show, in particular, we've called him uh, Jesus.
3: He who shall not be named.
1: He who shall not be named. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what... what I think Juan. Juan, yes. Juan is another. In addition to his actual name, John. John. Uh, So John is one of my best friends, Mm -hmm. uh, if not my my very best friend. Mm -hmm. And one of my oldest friends as well. Yes. Uh, And also just, you know, my arch nemesis uh yes. my torturer in yes. chief if you will I second like second to you only
3: um only
1: because well, I, no no no, no actually, i was going to say i'm like you are second to me
3: yeah and i live here so yeah. like, john lives in chicago now and john tortures you from afar yeah he outdoes me on, in by every measure
1: yeah king troll but you know for better or worse it, there's too much time has passed you know it's true like we're just going to be friends mm-hmm. um sadly uh and John is someone you know. We've gotten into it over the show. He's he's actually he's appeared on the show one time. This
3: beautiful episode,
1: and it's called John Then Baltimore. Yes, first yeah, half is it. a little is 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 you know it includes him. So you yeah, know, whatever. Uh, second half is a little depressing. I just wanted to note that the second half yeah, yeah, is yeah. a turn there.
3: Yeah, there is a turn. <laughs>
1: But um but we, we you know we had chided John a lot. We had made fun of him a lot mm-hmm. through the show mm-hmm. and he came on and you know we talked it out. So if you if you have a chance to go back and listen to the first half of that, it, I think it's I think it's somewhat rewarding. Mm-hmm. You might not care because you might not have heard the things that we said about him before. Yeah. But it's still pretty fun. You, I think
3: he's a great guest. John's yeah. a great
1: guest. But this point this this moment that I'm about to play, um, when John came in, John I guess <laughs> did not realize that like this is a podcast, so like when you come in you just turn you just turn the mic on.
3: They're it's they're hot.
1: They're hot. It's not like radio where you're like live and like not live and you know yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. No, it's just on. So we sit down, turn the mic on, everybody's like, you know, shuffling papers around getting ready. And John just does this. Um, okay, so one thing I just wanna do.
3: Baby I love making love in front of the mirror. <laughs> I'm about to put this shit in. This shit's gonna That's episode. Going in the episode. This is going in the fucking. Oh, it's recording now.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the pause you hear right after John belts out the tiniest bit of uh, "Neo." Yes, Mirror is the name of the song. Yes, that that is us. That is Brittany and I in literal shock because <laughs> <laughs> we do not know why. John started singing or you know what what will provoke him to do something like that. Well, he also not only
3: that he interrupted you. You were about to start the episode, he was like, "Wait, wait, wait I just got in one thing." Like what?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just so odd. Uh also also odd just because like I mean, I'm, a, I'm I like Neo.
3: I like I like Neo. Too.
1: Those early albums fire. Yeah. Like yeah. play them front to Neo back. Neo
3: can write the hell out of a song.
1: Yeah, Don't Sleep. But it wasn't like Mirror was on the air no
3: he wasn't that wasn't like <laughs> one of neo's leading singles like that means that john was listening to the album and felt that so deep that he was like wait i'm a filing for a microphone let me share my piece
1: like what also that 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 song is about is about a person and their partner having sex
3: in front of a mirror in
1: front of a mirror i caught that part in 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 Usually the, the songs that I'm thinking about when I'm in the room with two of my best friends are not the <laughs> ones about having sex in front of a mirror. And I especially don't feel so moved to sing about that in the in the in the presence of my friends. Uh anyway, so I just had to note that I couldn't I couldn't close out this 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 episode or even maybe this show without having Ridiculed him one more time.
3: Oh, John! For the public, I miss you, John.
1: We do miss you. Yes, uh, you should consider coming back to New York. Yeah, you should come, that yeah.
3: There. he's getting married. John's getting married next yeah. year. Congratulations, John! We're really excited. Can't wait to attend the wedding. It's gonna be beautiful, I'm sure. If it's anything like your voice,
1: <laughs> it's gonna be gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Gorgeous. All right. Well, on that on that note. On that note, we're actually gonna. Gonna we 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 mentioned at the top of the episode that we would have something for you at the yes. bottom of the episode.
3: Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. So we are really excited. So hype to play for you for the first time. The trailer. Yes. For our brand new show. Yes. The nod. The nod. Are you ready? Yes. Here it go.
3: From Gimlet Media. This is the nod. <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Brittany.
1: We're lifelong friends.
3: And for as long as we can remember, we have been obsessed with the stories and the people who define what it means to be Black.
1: That's Black with a capital B.
3: We are Blackness's biggest fans. And on this show, we're going to explore the stories about Blackness that you don't often hear.
1: Excuse me, do you carry... Great drink? No, we carry only juice, grape juice. The juice is not gonna work though, right? I, I, don't know. I gotta see, I gotta see, I gotta verify. I was like, I am Dorothy. <laughs> do you even?
2: I'm gonna ease on down this road and you're gonna follow me.
1: So I would have like a white do rag, a red headband, red wristbands, and red and white shoelace. We'll talk to the people who fascinate us.
2: All of them are like, you're too risque, we need you to write a typical black romance type of novel or something like that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I didn't come checking for (laughs) y'all. I mean, I don't even know if I want to do
3: this. And we'll bring in friends and family along the way.
2: And now we have entered the strange limbo between putting our daughter to sleep and putting ourselves to sleep. (laughs) What are you
1: doing? I am narrating our lives. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have some fun, play some games. All right. Four minutes on the clock as much peanut butter on that spoon as you can. Go. And sometimes things get a little spicy.
2: A bonnet, a shower cap, rollers, none of that ever stopped me from getting it in. So when people be like, I can't get, I can't have sex with a woman that got a bonnet on, what's wrong with you, bro?
3: Join us as we dive into the biggest moments and most underexplored corners of Black culture. The non premieres on Monday, July 17th. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who among us hasn't had an encounter with a histamine and broken (laughs) out? Like, you know what I mean? Encounter with a histamine? Do you have seasonal allergies? I do. Okay, then you know what Solange has been through. (laughs) All right. So um, hopefully you guys like that little taste of the show. Yes. And uh, next episode, I think you're going to get an even bigger taste. like Bigger chunk. Yeah. Bigger chunk. Like before anybody else is going to hear it, you guys are going to get an exclusive. In the meantime, if you want to join us on the next part of our journey... <laughs> Um, then please go to uh, ForColoredNerds.com and you can uh, be, you can like enter your email in so you can subscribe to our new newsletter and be among the first people to hear about the show. You can also subscribe to The Nod on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, Stitcher, you know, wherever. Everywhere. Everywhere. Wherever podcasts are found, you will be able to find us there at The Nod. And also you can follow us on social yes. at The Nod Show.
1: Yes. Yes. All right. All right. And also, you guys, that for Color nerds merch. Yes. Oh, actually seriously though, last chance. Yeah. Once the knot comes out, there will, will be, be no, no store. Yeah. So, we we might do if you go to the website for com. there's a link for a store. Um, you might see some some bit of a closeout sale.
3: Yep, yep, yep. Fire sale, fire fire fire. So,
1: get it while you can. Get it while you
3: can. I'm about to get it. So, y'all should get it too. But yeah, I guess until uh, two weeks from now. When we actually have our very last episode, uh, we will holler at you guys later. So thanks for rocking with us. Yes. And we'll see you soon for the last time.
1: Bye. Bye.